This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right. The public loves betting on the big dance, as we know, but are we with them? Let's play Love It or Fade It and find out. Love it or fade it. Good morning, Bill. We're kind of burying the lead here a little bit. We heard a story about you and a 90-year-old yesterday from Aaron Hawksworth. What's going on with that? Ah, this lady. This This old gal. This old dame. You know what I love? A good dame. I don't know how you define a dame. You know a dame when you see one, right? Like she's just, she cuts to the chase. You know, she does her own thing. She's not intimidated by anyone. She'll toss one back. I I was actually, she gave me a little wink, you know? And I was like, I don't, but I was just impressed by the ballsiness of it all. I was like, I I tip my cap to that. Someone said to me, oh, you're making fun of this. I said, no, 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 no. I'm not making fun of this woman. I have a ton of admiration. Here I am sipping on my martini and she comes up to me like a boss, tosses his scotch back and winks and walks off. I'm like, what kind of baller does that? Nothing happened, but I was just impressed by the mere audacity. I was like, that's a day I'll sit down and talk with her. She looks like she's seen a few things and I want to know about those things. So that yeah, was fun. <laughs> Wait, isn't dame like a technical term? Like David just put in the chat, Dame Judy Dench. Isn't that like a royal classification or do you just call them a dame? It's both. Like, I thought it was something you, that you had to earn. It's both. One can be, if you're the equivalent of knight, I think, then yeah. in, in the UK, you get the the title of dame, but dame can also just be a an older woman, a mature woman. And so she's just a dame, you know? Yeah, from here on out, you'll call me Dame Chelsea Messenger. Dame Chelsea Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. We'll Doesn't bring it all the together. Same ring to it. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's uh, Sorry, dive Bill. in here. That's okay. no. I, I asked for the story. That's on me. I asked. Uh, love it or fade it. Number one, top seed Alabama, seven and a half point favorite tonight over San Diego State. Public, fifty three percent of the bets on the Crimson Tide. Jinx. Love it or fade it. I am fading it. I am on San Diego State. I love a team that plays good defense. You know, I'm always complaining that NBA players don't play any defense anymore. It's definitely an old man argument to make. But I really enjoyed the fact that when I was talking to my friend Daryl the other night, when I came over to New York City, and I can't believe I went out after that, whatever. But I'm talking with Daryl, and we were talking about NBA, and he looks at me, he's got like fire in his eyes. He goes, you know what gets me about the NBA? And Daryl knows, like he was a great basketball player. He knows the league. I was like, what is it? He goes, Man, they don't play any defense anymore. I was like, oh, God, that's music to my ears. I love that old man argument. Anyway, the point is, anytime a team plays defense, I am about it. And San Diego State plays great defense. Now, yes, they play great D in the Mountain West. I understand that. But they have held their last six opponents to 61 points or less. And also, one thing we haven't talked about, San Diego State is really experienced. This is one of the more experienced teams in the tournament. So when you have guys that have been in the program for a long time, they don't really get shaken by the moment. And also, especially if you're San Diego State, you're not playing with any pressure tonight. Like, you play in the Mountain West. It's Nobody is saying, this is exactly where San Diego State should be. No, everyone's saying this is where Bama should be. The pressure's on Bama. Give me the Aztecs. I think this is a high point spread, but if anybody can cover this number, it's Alabama. The question mark I have with San Diego State is their offense. If Alabama is hitting their threes, just about nobody can hang with the Tide offensively speaking. And also, 
if you want to talk about defenses, Alabama has one of the best defenses in the country. So they can beat you with that game too. So I have questions about San Diego State. Yes, it is tempting to take the seven and a half, but if we're talking about offenses, San Diego State does not have an offense that is comparable to Alabama. So I'm going to stay away from this one, but I see where the public is heading here. I kind of like it. Yeah, I'm going to love it as well. I'm with the public. I'll lay the seven and a half. I've been waiting since this whole thing went down with the Miller kid at Alabama because they start three freshmen. I've been waiting for the moment to get too big for them. Didn't happen in the SEC tournament. Hasn't happened so far here in the NCAA tournament. Maybe the stage gets too big if they get all the way to the Final Four. But so far, these freshmen have not cracked. I'll go ahead and lay the seven and a half with the Crimson Tide. All right, love it or fade at number two. Miami is getting seven and a half points with their matchup with Houston. Not only is the public on Miami, 63% of the bets are coming in the Hurricanes. Chelsea, love it or fade it. I'm fading this one all the way to the bank. I'm going to be all over Houston tonight, laying the seven and a half. Another big spread that we're talking about, but Miami's offense so far, you know, in the tournament has not looked like an offense that I want to back. If you think that you saw Miami struggling against a Drake defense, how do you think they're going to measure up against this Houston defense that's put the absolute clamps on just about any team that they have faced? In fact, I like this Houston defense so much that I'd probably play a Miami team total under. But I'm going to go with Houston here. They're the better team all around. Miami, they're good when the shots are falling, but they're not high percentage shots. Like they had to hit contested threes, long range twos in order to hang with Drake. I don't think they can get away with that game plan against Houston. Houston, the much better team. I'll go with the Cougs here. Yeah, I'm with the Cougars too. Let's go H-Town. Miami is just, I, I want to say this again. They've looked good in the tournament. Very good. But down the stretch, they were really inconsistent. This is a team who absolutely had a chance to win the ACC tournament title and didn't get it done. And you want to be playing consistent basketball down the stretch because you've got to be consistent enough to win six games in this tournament, right? Tennessee is a perfect example of that. People are like, oh, my God, Tennessee is so good. They play great defense. Uh, they're here in the Sweet 16. Yeah, they won two games. But look at how they played down the stretch. They would look good for a couple games and then drop off. I kind of think that's where Miami is right now, where, look, they have great back backcourt play between Wong and Pack. They're unbelievable. They're well-coached, but they do not play good defense outside of the top 100. The Cougars locked them down tonight. It seems like a big spread. Houston, I think, makes a statement here. So give me the Cougs. Love it. I'm going to go the other way. I think Houston wins this game. I think they control this game for probably the entire 40 minutes and get to the Elite Eight. I don't know that they're going to cover this seven and a half. I think Miami is good enough offensively that this game is going to stay between six, eight, ten points the entire night. Miami will never really make it a threat, but they're going to sneak in underneath. Maybe we'll see one of those half-court shots at the buzzer go in for the backdoor cover. They're down ten or something and hit a three late. But I think Miami can cover, but Houston's going to the Elite Eight. All right, love it or fade at number three. This is an amazing one to me, guys. I couldn't believe this when I saw these stats from BetMGM. Princeton, the biggest dog on the board at nine and a half points against Creighton. Not only are the Tigers getting love on the spread, Princeton is getting 70% of the handle on the money line. Jinx, love it or fade it. Princeton with the upset. Fade it. I'm fading it. Props to Princeton. 
The fact that you've gone this far is incredible. But now it's time to go back to getting ready for the end of semester tests. Okay, it's time to go back and look inside your books. And I don't want to see you guys online. I want you guys to go to one of the local libraries there, open up a book and do some reading and focus on what you do best, which is being smart, being academics. This is the night when it comes to an end. As good as Princeton is, and they've been awesome to follow. And the fact that their coach now is a part of that team that was so amazing, what, 20 years ago when they beat UCLA is a great story. It is a great story. But Creighton is a better team. They can beat you inside. They can beat you out. And I think Vegas is going to clean house with a big Creighton win tonight. So I'm with the Blue Jays. Ooh, James, I'm going to disagree with you, brother. Ooh. I'm going to be on Princeton here <laughs> getting the nine and a half. We have seen teams that – when they have back-to-back -back upset wins in the tournament since the year 2012 in the Sweet 16, those teams have gone 11 and five against the spread. That's a pretty high clip, and I think it's saying something about the market. The market's been way too low on Princeton, and I think it's still way too low. I think they can keep it close. Don't think they win, but it's time to tag somebody in here because somebody on our show has a very strong feeling and a very strong opinion on Princeton. So, David, get in here, brother. That's right. I I am in on all that money. I have them on to cover, and I sprinkled a little on the money line as well. I am going to ride that tiger until them stripes fall off. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, God. <laughs> that sounds very sexual, David. Well, what kind hey, of show is this? Uh, hey, hey. Ride that tiger until the stripes fall out, buddy. The the Double D. What they say about Black but there's Panther a lot of Cologne? I like this pick. Oh my God. It works 60% of the time every time. Is it's that the same it? way with the Princeton yeah. picks, baby. It works 60% of the time every time. Hey, that's a pretty good clip against the spread. If they're working 60% yeah. of the time. I like it. Now, so we'll see. It's a it's a head to head matchup. Really quick, Jenks knows the inside story of why I'm riding Princeton as as long as I have. Uh, my dearly my dearly departed father is a graduate of Princeton. I am not going to uh. fade them. So this is I I got a feeling my my old man is upstairs just sprinkling a little love on his Princeton Tigers. So I'm going to ride them until the wheels fall off. That's for sure. Till the stripes fall off. That's a good story, though. Like, we cannot fault you for that. Like, that's kind of awesome. Um, so I'll be rooting for Princeton. Jenks is like, you know, the wet blanket on the wow. show. He's going to be rooting for Crane to win by 10 points. Who wants to see wow, that? Nobody. That's just, you know what that is? That's called a jerk play. We need to have that segment. Where there's a real <laughs> sentimental play. reason to root for someone. It's like, ah, the old jerk I'm take play the other over side. here. I got the other side here, David. Great story, though. Like, <laughs> the jerk. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.